I'm bringing you gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Gifts of joy. Hello, welcome to Gifts of Joy Talk Show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. So happy to have you here with me today. You guys, this is going to be a touchy subject today, but it is something that is that definitely needs to be talked about. This topic today is family ties, family lies. Okay, so I know we all have something going on in our families or have gone on in our families for generation to generation to generation, and it creates so many lies and so many um, the. <laughs> so many diversities it seems like um, where we all just kind of get by and we deal with things whether it's the truth whether we know it's the truth or whether it's a lie so I wanted to be able to talk about this topic because I believe in breaking generational curses and to me in order to do that you've got to get to the root of things and you've got to be able to deal with things as they are so that you can change them if you don't know what's going on if you don't know what the problem is or what the issues are, you won't you won't do anything about it. it. Things will continue the way that they have been. So this is a very touchy touchy subject, but I definitely want to be able to hit home with it, and hopefully, it will help some of you guys that are you know that are watching, where you will come to grips with whatever is going on in your families, or if you, even if you have questions or you've had some doubts about some things, whether your mom is your mom whether your dad is your dad, you know, um, whether uncle is really your uncle, um, even some secrets, you know, where you've been messed with or um, somebody else in your family. Guys, we all have so many different things that goes on in our family. And like I said, if we don't talk about it, if we don't deal with it, it never gets dealt with. And so it passes on from one person to the other, one generation to the other, to our children, you know, and who wants to continue to deal with the same mess over and over again? So you guys definitely have to stay tuned to that. Um, I'm really excited about um, the guest that I'm going to have on today um, because I think you're going to really get some insight on his story, but be able to have some insight on your personal stories as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. But you guys got to stay tuned so that you can hear what we have going on today. Thank you so much. I'll be right back. Hey, my beautiful butterflies. I know y'all been wondering, where's Chrissy Collins and Coffee with Chrissy? Well, guess what? We are back and we're stronger than ever on E-Line TV. That's right, E-LineTV.com. Y'all, I'm so excited because on this streaming network, we're going to be doing so much. And with Coffee with Chrissy and you, the sky's the limit. So make sure you go and subscribe to e-linetv.com. It's free right now, but the prices are going to go up. So we want you to come on and jump on board right now. I can't wait. Y'all meet me there and make sure you have your cup of coffee ready. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. I am so looking forward to what we are going to talk about. But just a little recap. On the last episode, guys, I talked about sugar babies. Have you ever heard of a sugar baby? 
Now, I know we've heard of sugar daddies, but sugar babies, honey, it gave me a whole different perspective on what a sugar baby is. So we had a young lady that shared her story about how she got into being a sugar baby and why she stays a sugar baby. So she talked about being on it, uh, on different websites, honey, and how she get them bills paid. Y'all, that's a whole different thing for me, but I learned so much from her. So just my personal thoughts on having a, having a sugar baby, I feel this way, or being a sugar baby, I feel this way. You gonna do what you wanna do anyway. It's so many different lifestyles that's out here, I am not one to judge. I told you guys that before. I'm not going to judge based upon what my beliefs are or what I've been taught. That's why I wanted to do these different um, shows because it gives me some insight on how people actually live and survive living that way. So no judgment zone here. If you are a sugar daddy or you are a sugar baby, hey, if that's what works for you, that's what works for you. Just be safe and take care of yourself. So I'm definitely not going to knock it. Um, I know some people that probably want to be a sugar baby right now. So, hey, at least look into it. Do your research to see what it's all about. But you guys have to go back and watch that episode. That was a great interview with that young lady. And it... I had my mouth wide open because I was so shocked about certain things. So I'm not going to tell you everything about the show. You got to go on and look at it to see what it was all about for yourself. And just a, a reflection for myself, guys, I just, I just don't be, I don't want to judge people because everybody does things so differently and what works for them might not work for you. You know, we got to get to the point in this life, we have one life to live, and everybody's belief system is totally different. So we can agree upon that. I'm not going to tell you your way is wrong. I'm not going to tell you your way is right. And that does not take away from what I believe. I just want to be, to make sure that I'm treating you and operating with you the best of my ability. I respect you. I respect your opinions. I respect your belief system. Everybody has a way of how they got to where they are. So that's, that's just how I self-reflect, just understanding that I don't want to look at people just any kind of way sideways. And to be honest with you guys, that's how I used to be. I was so judgmental and how p other people live based upon what I was taught. But when I developed a relationship with God myself, it teaches me not to be judgmental towards anybody. And so unless you know that person's story, you really don't have any reason to say anything about that person anyway because you're just looking on the outside in. So be careful with that, you guys, how we judge, definitely how we judge. Um, I want to be able to connect with you guys and you guys tell me what you think about the shows. Let, tune in and um, you can um, tune in to, um, to Elon, of course. I'm sorry, y'all. You can tune in to ElonTV.com. Um, definitely watching the show, but DM me on Facebook and let me know, hey, what are your thoughts about the sugar baby? What are your thoughts about the sugar daddy? What are your thoughts about some of the other episodes that we've had, the sexual voyage, and um, also having the polygamy 
a relationship on. Give me what your thoughts are so I can understand as well. And if you need some help, hey, we'll we'll deal with that as well. So you got to be able to talk to me and so we can understand each other. And if it's anything that you want to talk about on the show, definitely DM me so I can, you know, we can see what we can do about that. Um, let me know what your thoughts were on social media definitely about about the shows that I've already done. I want to know what your feedback is. That helps me know what you want and what you need. So definitely hit me up on Facebook. I'm Joy Douglas on Facebook, 2S, and it will be at the end of the show as well. Or you can hit me up on my website, www.joydouglas.com, or Instagram. I'm the Joy Douglas on Instagram. So, guys, don't be shy. Go ahead and hit me up. And some of you guys have been hitting me up on Instagram, so I really appreciate that. And you asking different questions and just giving me your feedback to let me know, hey, you enjoy um, what I'm posting or something like that. So I really do appreciate you guys. Um, why I even chose the, well, I told y'all why I chose the topic for the sugar babies, but let me tell you again why I chose the topic for today, which is family ties, family lies. Guys, I already told y'all, it's too much stuff going on in these families. We need to break some generational curses, and in order to do that, we got to be able to tell the story. So the phenomenal guest that I have today, and he is definitely phenomenal, He, you know him as an actor, a wonderful actor. As a singer, the brother can sing his behind off, and he is such a wonderful person. You know him as Coast West, but hey, you're going you're gonna to see a different part of him today. And I believe his story is going to free, help free me in some areas and also be able to help free you. So I'm really looking forward to that. You guys stay tuned. I'll be right back. You're watching Gifts of Joy with, the Joy, with Joy Douglas. watching the Gifts of Joy show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Thank you so much for being here with me today. So I've already let you guys know, today's topic is family ties, family lies. <laughs> I know that everybody on this earth has some family ties and has some created some family lies somewhere, some way, form or fashion. Um, we're going to dig deep into this thing today. And I hope that you get something out of this. I hope that you are released. I hope that you are just like burden free and that you can get some things out of the system that have been bogged down inside of you that you have not been able to discuss with anybody. Maybe you're going to hear my guest's story today and you say, you know what? I've been through some of those things and I want to be free from those things. That's what I'm believing for you today. So definitely stay tuned with me, honey. We're going we gonna to get through this thing. Um, some 
some of the family issues that are just, I would say, common, horrible, but common, might be um, finding out, hey, that maybe you're adopted, finding out that your mom or your dad is not who they say they are, finding out that you that there's a generational curse of molestation, um, there's rape in the family. There is so many dynamics to family. And we've got to be able to talk about these things so that we can move forward and we can heal. And we don't pass those things on to our children. Or have you ever heard of the thought, people that are hurting hurt other people? Think about that. Hurt people hurt other people. So if you're hurting, and you have issues going on that you are not addressing, you're going to eventually, if not already, hurt somebody else and more than likely hurt yourself in the long run. So to be able to discuss those things with someone, get your psychologist, honey, talk to your pastor, talk to a good friend. You got to get it out of your system. I have found for myself that the more I talk about things, the more I heal. So that's what I'm hoping for you. It's a reality, just like those things that you've had to deal with or those things that you've had to conquer through is a reality. Healing is a reality as well. I am a witness to that. I'm a believer of that. I'm a firm believer that you can be healed from anything and everything. And if you have any guilty, uh, having a guilty conscience about anything because of something someone else has done to you or you've done something to somebody else, hey, release it get you some help, and work on moving on. I guarantee you, you're going to live a whole different lifestyle, a, a better life in the long run. So, guys, you got to continue to watch. I know. I hope you got your little Coca-Cola or your wine and your popcorn because this is going to be a good one. Let me go ahead and introduce my wonderful guest today. I have the privilege and the honor to have the phenomenal, Coach West on my show today. Thank you so much for being here, Coach West. Hello, Joy. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. Thank you. To share, honored even, Thank to be asked to come and share. And I tell you what, I'm really enjoying the <laughs> gifts of Joy Coffee Mug that is housing some good coffee. Thank you, know you so much. I'm glad you're using it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're using it. God. Useful gifts, okay? Yes, yes. Hey, that's how I think. That's how I try to think. Um, so much I can say about Coach West. Coach West is an actor, a singer. What don't I know about you? What oh, else? it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. Yes, you, ma'am. you were a comedian. Were you a comedian all the time? <laughs> I, I think what it is, uh, Joy, um, and I say this jokingly, but I'm very serious. I think that when God made me, he was having fun. And he said, be thou blessed. (laughs) (laughs) And he hooked me up with a whole bunch of gifts, talents, and abilities, right? Um, You said some some wonderful things as we were discussing this segment. You were talking about getting some help, Mm -hmm. talking to someone, those sorts of things. And, And hear me clearly and understand me clearly when I tell you. A lot of those generational curses that you mentioned and you hadn't, I have been... Uh, party to, okay? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm a firm believer in getting help and moving forward. 
Uh, as a result, I have become a certified life coach, okay, so that I can be that person that people can talk to about things that they've gone, or that they're going through, or that they're dealing with, and it's it's really interesting, really really quick, a real recap or or, or encapsulated quick blurb of my life, right? I I am now Coach Wesley, um, vocal coach, acting coach, life coach. And I'm an actor, singer, and all that stuff. All of those things, right? Do all that. Um, but I did South Africa. I was born Leroy Wesley. And um, I am ultimately the oldest of five kids. Um, all five of us have different fathers. So that's your first dysfunction. Okay, I got a whole bunch of dysfunctions. Like where the word dysfunction is in, in the dysfunctional family is in the encyclopedia. Um, some folks may not know the encyclopedia. Um, but there's a picture of my family. Okay. All right. So all five of us have different fathers. Um, I was taken from my mom when I was younger because my mom was unfit. So at seven months, I stayed with my big mama and my aunts and uncles and so forth. And that's where I was reared initially. Right. And so up until I was about eight years old. Well, during that time was when I was first introduced to my first dun, 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 family crisis, as it were. Um, for some reason, even at a very, very, very early age, I became a sexual pawn. So what do you mean sexual pawn? Hmm. Uh, well, I was touched from a very early age by folk in my family. Um, an uncle, um, cousins, both male and female, in a sexual manner. So were you able to tell anybody? Did you think to tell anybody? Did you realize it was wrong? Nope. I didn't know it was wrong at the time uh, because it was so commonplace. I thought that's the way that folk interacted with each other. Mm-hmm. I saw that one time <laughs> when um, I, I remember it was a refrigerator box. Mm-hmm. And um, then in that refrigerator box, several of the boys in the neighborhood made me do to them what my cousin had me do to him. And um, then after that experience, and then I became teased, is when I realized this is wrong. This could potentially be wrong. And so for a long time, there I was confused about what's right and wrong, what's moral, immoral. I didn't even know um, about how old were you when this started? About five, six is when it started. And it continued on for years thereafter, on up into even the teens, to where I was subjected to predators, unbeknownst to me, if that makes sense. So, so but still within your family? Within my family, and then even... Um, ultimately I went to live with my mom Mm -hmm. and then so some of her friends would come by Um, and I don't even know why that was I wasn't that cute in my head (laughs) (laughs) but but some of her guy friends would touch me inappropriately and even some of her female friends would touch me inappropriately for a kid you know Um, and then my and then see this whole this whole sexual depravity thing, it's its really deep. Um, my auntie, I was a reader, 
and I was reading ever since I was three. My auntie had a whole library of what we used to, back in the day, with Harlequin novels, you know, Harlequin novels, and then we keep those love stories. Well, she had a library of novels that were even deeper than the Harlequin. They were like pornographic mm-hmm. novels. And so I was just ingesting all this sexual stuff. You know what I mean? And so that's how I knew the difference between, pardon my expression, uh, cunt and cock. You know, like people would say, the woman got a cock. No, the woman got cunt. Man got a cock. You know what I'm saying? That's all that kind of stuff. So do y'all know that? I, I didn't know I'm that. Gonna <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, but so that was my analytical thing, right? But when you input all that stuff, then that's what you become made of. Anything that I, I, I'm a definite believer that whatever you ingest, mm-hmm. it is going to come out. Yeah. In one way. One way. Fashion. One way. And it, it can be over time. Yes. Where it comes out. So because you were indulging in these books and you had already experienced certain things um, inappropriately, how did you, how did you? Really, get free? No, I don't want to go there yet. Okay. How did you, how did you survive as a adole- as a elementary to adolescent to teenager? How did because that's a long time to deal with. Well, I'm gonna sexual- change <laughs> because it was normal in my head, right? It wasn't it wasn't a problem, so I didn't see it as an issue. At the time, you get what I'm saying. Uh, now, the times that I was held down and raped, I knew that was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I was too scared to say something, mm-hmm. and I was raped uh, several times by both a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, just held down, and the folks just did what they wanted to do, um, and so I didn't know. So, and how did I deal with it? I just dealt with it like I did everything else. I just read and I kept reading. But here's the beauty. And see, I, I'm, I'm so excited to know that I, I was covered in the midst of it all. My big mama with whom I lived, she was a minister. She was legally blind. And she would always have me come and read the Bible to her. And so I would sit for hours on end, just reading the Bible, reading the word, reading the word, and so, in addition to all that other stuff that was going in, I was reading the word. You get what I'm saying? It was counseling and, out. And it was going in. But there was a war going on within yeah. me, with unbeknownst to me. You get what I'm saying? And so, and here's the crazy thing, right? That thing that we, we teach that which we need most. So, oftentimes, um, things that I teach even now, are things that I need to hear for myself. Um, during that time, there's an old song called He's Preparing Me by Wilmington Chester Mass Choir, Daryl Coley sang that song, sang the mess out of that song. But it's telling me that he's preparing me for something I can't handle right now. He's providing me with what I'll need to carry out the next matter in my life. What does that mean? I'm glad you asked, you asked some great questions. That means that the stuff I was going through at that time it's helping me to help somebody today. Yeah, during that time, during the point of my uh, being assaulted and all that kind of stuff, during that time, 
People were coming to me talking about, I'm thinking about committing suicide. I'm thinking about ending it all. They're telling me about all the pain and suffering that they're dealing with. And then God has graced me to be able to minister to them, even in the midst of my stuff. Not knowing. It's amazing how God uses what he says. He uses all things to work out for your good. Everything. I, I tell people that's going to have to be on my tombstone because everything I believe that we experience in life, and this is not to diminish anything, not to belittle anything that you are suffering with, that you are going through, that your children, your spouse, whoever is going through in your life. But I guarantee you, if you are a believer of God, if you not, just trust me. You don't even know me. But you get to know me. Just trust me. Everything, no matter how bad it is, God will use it for his glory. And he will use it to prepare you for the next level that you're going to. Mm -hmm. So if you are at a level of just demise right now, if you're just at your lowest and you're like, how am I going to get through this? I'm telling you. God will use the worst things to bring you through to, the, to your next level, to the best times of your life. So the fact that God was with you when all those bad things were happening that you didn't even know were bad, but how he positioned your grandmother, your big mama, as you call her, to have you reading to her. See, I like to look at all the details. Remember I told you I like to get to the root of things. Those things happen to you. God puts you in your big mama's life. She can't read because she blind. But she had you reading. Mm -hmm. And then not knowing that you were putting all those negative things, those things that were filling you inside of you, but she, he, God used your grandmother to be able to replace those things with the word of God. They will be able to deliver you later on. And I know you definitely got delivered by reading the word all the time. That's some, that is some serious right there within himself. So, so move forward. You was able to be with Big Mama. Um, you were reading the word because Big Mama couldn't, couldn't see. She was blind. And then you, you, but you shared about rapes and molestation. So how old were you when you were raped? Well, okay, so I signed up with Big Mama when I was real young. Okay. From like about six years old on up through the years. Okay. Until I was about 12, 13. So that was Spe years. Periodically or just regularly? Regularly, okay. At least once a week, two, three, four times a week. Okay. Right? Um, and then <laughs> the rape, the first rape took place when I was preteen. Okay. Like about so 11. 11, 12. And then I was raped again <laughs> when I was maybe 13 or 14. So these were by family members or people that were yeah uh, one yeah one was family and one was not okay um, and uh, yeah it was difficult right um, and I was really shocked when the woman raped me because <laughs> you know I'm thinking it was all good and that's what we're supposed to do but and I was I had to be quiet I couldn't tell nobody that mm -hmm. so molestation. It comes in all different forms, mm -hmm. from men and women. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm thankful to, to be where I am today. Yeah, that's somebody is watching, and first of all, let's just go ahead and identify what sexual um, 
explicit things and rape and molestation are is when you are messed with sexually by anybody that you have not agreed to touch you in any way. So parents, this could be going on with your children, um, whether they are four or five babies. It starts young now, younger in mm -hmm. infants, um, all the way up to adulthood. Anybody that is touching somebody that does not agree to be touched, that is inappropriate sexual behavior. And so parents, please ask your, your kids if anybody's messing with them or explain to them what that means and what that looks like so that you can get a grip of things. If your child's behavior has changed, did right. your behavior change as time went on? Have you always been this? We know you to be the silly Coach West, but did your behavior change and, and your personality? You, that, that, that right there um, is interesting. I didn't even realize who I was at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I was always an introvert at that, at that time in my life. I was a reader, so I think to myself a lot. So it was when I got free that I began to be this extrovert that you guys know at this time, you know. But uh, one last thing I want to say, we were talking about making sure that you ask your kids, but then also I encourage parents, listen to your kids. Pay attention to your kids. When you see them shifting, find out what's going on, and if they come to you with something, don't discount it. I, I'm, and I'll, if you guys saw last season, I shared certain personal things about that um, because this is very, very important to me. Um, I was molested and by a family member and I was raped. Um, and so to know that you have already that fear to speak to anybody because the person that's doing the act that's, that's, that is violating you puts a fear in you, like, you better not say anything mm -hmm. to anybody about this. And then, but things happen as we get older, and it doesn't always come that easy right. to be able to deal with things. Um, but definitely want to be able to touch on, so you moving away, I mean, you stepping away, becoming older, um, being at Big Mama's house periodically. So about what age were you when you started to realize something not only was not right, but I needed to get some help? Well, I tell you what, uh, that's going to be a whole mouthful, and they're signaling, signaling us <laughs> that it's time for a break. So when we come back, I got you. All right. You've been watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. Hey, I'm caught up in this thing too, y'all. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Nita T, and on the Totally Hill Show, I'm the co-host with my segment, Be In The Know. You can catch us on the e-line-tv.com. Welcome back to the Gifts of Joy Talk Show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Today, we are discussing family ties and family lives. I have the phenomenal coach, West here with me today. Thank you so much. I know it takes a lot to discuss things of this aptitude. So thank you so much for being here with me. Well, at the end of the day, Ms. Joy, I am transparent. Right. As a matter of fact, I have a one-man show entitled Transparency, where I talk about some of these things, some of these things in depth and detail. 
Um, so what you, you heard about so far has been some of the sexual um, explicit things that I experienced growing up, right? Um, being molested, being, being raped, being held down. Um, but I also, my mom was strung out on drugs mm. all my life, okay? From one drug to another, ultimately to crack cocaine. Um, my mother became the, the 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 neighborhood crackhead, mm. you know, and and you know what they say about crackheads, and, and, and so my mama was a hustler. Okay, what does that mean? She did what she had to do for her kids. Now she was strung out high a lot of times, right? But mama would go and she got money the old-fashioned way. My mother, like they, there's this TikTok challenge where they, the kids are talking about they they told their mamas was a prostitute. My mama was. My mama sold that, that, that kid, okay, to put food on the table, right? Um, until she got way out there. Um, <laughs> kids would come to me and tell me things that they did to my mother. And, and uh, not kids, but, but people would come and tell me that my mother performed certain sexual acts. And I'd say, but I bet you paid them. Because that's how I had to defend. You know, ultimately she got delivered uh, in a lot of years. Wow. Um, from 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 crack cocaine, and that's why I learned a lot about being codependent and 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 all and enabler and all those things. But at the end of the day, Miss Joy, I don't really care what anybody's going through. People say to me all the time, "I was raped. Uh, I, I I I was molested. I didn't know my daddy. I didn't know my daddy either. Uh, my mom was on drugs. My daddy was this, that, or the other." I can say, "Me too." So the stuff that I went through is we really don't have time to go all the way through everything. I'm here to tell you, whoever you are who's listening, you can be delivered at the end of the day. It's a process. As Ms. Joy said in the beginning, you got to talk to somebody, okay? You got to find somebody that you can talk to, that you can trust, right? Because I went through it. Like, I, I thought like people were coming to me talking about committing suicide. They came by the time I was thinking about committing suicide. I was going to ask you, how did, how, how did this, all of the things that you have dealt with from childhood to adulthood, how do these things, how did you, do you think they molded you to be the person that you are today? Well, back to that song, He's Preparing Me. Those things, you, you've heard the saying that we overcome, the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, right? So my testimony is what it is, but see, my test that I went through became these catchy cliches has become my testimony. The mess that I went through has now become my message. You get what I'm saying? Because I can I sit here now a message of hope, a message of encouragement, a message of deliverance and overcoming. Uh, I've been through some stuff. I'm telling you, um, but God loved me and graced me enough to carry me through it. I ain't dead today because truth be told. I guess you say I'm a punk because I don't do pain. You don't do pain. You know, I, I, I didn't want to commit. I didn't want to slip my wrist because I didn't know if I was going to die and I just bleed out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I take the pills and just pump my stomach. I'm still alive. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but, but God kept me. And there's a reason. The things that I was able to minister to those kids and those young people that would come to me and say, I'm thinking about committing suicide. Well, tell me about things that happened to them. Or they, I'm on, on my birthday, I'm going to take me some acid and I'm going I'm to kill myself. And then, here's the cool thing about God, that divine download, he gave me the word for them to say, no, you have this to live for, that to live for, that which I spoke to them again, came back to, to me. So you, you're going through, you can honestly say, 
that everything that you experienced and everything that you went through definitely did work out for your good in so many different ways. If you were thinking about committing suicide and some, and God sent someone to you to be able to minister to or to help them off the ledge, mm-hmm. that helped save your life as well. And real life. So didn't know it then. Didn't, of course. But then, of course, as you get older, as from my own personal experience, realizing, I just realized, I believe, I'm crazy enough to believe, y'all, that no matter how bad it is, Somehow, it had to be used for my good mm-hmm. in some way, form, or fashion. And so, it, it, is, it does not matter. That's why we do this, this show, because people have to be able to understand wherever you find yourself, no matter how hard it is, you've got to know that you can come out of it, if you want to come out of it now. Because I was going to ask you, as far as your thinking, and with all those things that have happened to you today, your mindset, knowing God for yourself and being able to minister to other people, definitely you going on and, and you shifted your thinking pretty yeah. much, yeah. you know, and you choose, you chose to, that's the, that's the key. He chose to shift his thinking. So yeah. how did that actually happen? It's like in the 12 step program. For those of who, who those who are 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 an um, AA or NA, Alcoholics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, they teach you to change the play playmates and change the playground, mm-hmm. right? So you change the people where you hang with, and you change the places where you go, mm-hmm. right? And then you believe in God, and then you you submit yourself into that which is gooder teaching. Let me explain. Uh, the Bible says, "What you submit yourself to, um, submit yourself to God, and resist the devil, he'll flee." So what you submit yourself to becomes stronger. What you resist becomes weaker. So as you submit yourself to the word, as you submit yourself to teachings that help you to be delivered, as you ingest now, as from the the, the, the nasty books mm-hmm. <laughs> to the Bible, to now books about um, motivating myself, mm-hmm. to being inspired, to I listen to messages, Eric Thomas and, and, and Jim Rohn and all these people over the years uh, that have helped me to really changed my mind. Uh, what's her name? Joyce Meyer has a book called Battle of the Mind. You know what I mean? The, 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 the struggle is in your mind, right? And so what I have to do is I have to really concentrate on thinking of those things. Wherever your attention goes, your energy flows. And so, and then what happens is you begin to create more of that, manifest more of that which you've been focusing on. So I shifted my focus. One of my favorite passages of scriptures is Philippians 4, 6 through 8, which says, be careful um, for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God that passes our understanding will keep your heart and mind. So don't worry about it. Give it to God. Huh? And then the peace of God is going to keep you. And if you try to figure out what to think about it, you're going to say, finally, my brother, what's your things are pure, just, honest, lovely, a good before you, be virtue and praise. Think on these things. So get your mind right. Get your mind off of all that stuff that you went through. Because that's stuff that you went through. But it's helping you today to focus in on those things that are good, that are just, that are honest. If you're in a buster relationship with a buster, don't focus. That nigga this, that, 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 excuse me, I didn't say that word. You know what I'm saying? That joke of this, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? It's no good. And if you focus in on that, then that's that's what you're going to get in. That's right. So changing your mindset on everything. If you... 
And what they say, if the gla- you can either look at the glass as half full or half empty. Exactly. You've got to choose to look at the glass as half full. You have to. Because you can pour more water in it. Huh. You can pour more water in it over and over again. It will continue to fill up. But if you're looking at it as, oh my goodness, there's not enough in there. Seriously, just get up and pour some more water in the doggone cup. So, I mean, it's definitely changing your mind, changing your mindset. And you having to choose. That's why if if you're watching, that means you're still here. That means that you still have an opportunity to be able to change your circumstances. You might not be able to change what that person did to you ah. or what that person said to you, but you can change how you view those things and how those things change you. I, I, I want to just add this in really, really quickly. Steve Harvey says there's 5%. Life is 5% of what, what happens to you. It's 95% of, of how you handle it, how you react to it. Mm-hmm. So those numbers vary. I've heard 5, 10, 15, whatever. But the great thing is how you react to it. So you can choose to react in a positive manner, right? right? And then I also want to say lead with love. Lead with love. Now, the Bible talks about that we're supposed to love God with a whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, right? And then love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Well, how can you love your neighbors as you love yourself if you don't even love yourself? So at the end of the day, we got to learn how to love ourselves. We got to learn who we are. A lot of us don't even know who we are to love ourselves. And so part of my study and part of my growth and and deliverance and and healing is about me knowing me even the more, realizing that God has graced me to be like this phenomenal dude that everybody sees. And now I'm finally at a place where I'm able to see me. I'm able to see me as a wonderful vessel that God has created. And in order to see yourself, you got to get to the root of whatever issues you have. I don't know. You got to get to the root of those things because you're going to continue to see the issues. You're not going to see you. It took me a long time to love me. My name got to learn to be joy. How about that? And I didn't even live in joy. So it took me getting to the roots of issues. Now, I still got some issues. We all do. But I'm going to have issues to the day I leave here. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord I'll be with you one day, Father. But until then, I'm going to have to deal with certain things. But I choose to deal with them and not let them deal with me. One more thing I want to say concerning your name. The Bible says, David said, this is the day the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Watch this. I will rejoice. That means that rejoicing is an act of your will. So you can will yourself to rejoice in this day or say, oh, God, this day is bad. I hate my neighbor. And that's what you're going to get, right? But if you choose to wake up and say, ha, this is a great day. I am amazing. I am having a wonderful time. I am ex- exuberant, okay? And you can affirm for yourself. You can speak to yourself. You be what you say. Sorry. Yes. This, this show may not have enough time. Hey. But I'm telling you, this, this, this is phenomenal. We're gonna have to bring Coach West. <laughs> We're gonna have to bring Coach West back. I just, oh my gosh, I just got at least be able to ask this question real quick. If I can even ask this, go question. ahead, go for it. I gotta be able to ask. Moving on, how has everything that you've dealt with and overcome? How have you been able to be an impact in your family? You talked about people coming to you different you know different stages but your family your immediate family because it takes a lot to go through all the things that we experience and then god graces us with a wife or a husband and we've gone through those things how have you been of of impact to your family real easy one of my favorite songs which i just found out was a scripture this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine right 
I let my light shine. I walk and talk who I am. You understand what I'm saying? And so the Bible says to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So that's what I do. I let my light shine in the midst of my family. At our family reunion, I let my light shine. I don't throw it on anybody and it's all harsh. No, I just be. We're human beings, not human doings. Come on, somebody. So I be, and I be, I walk in my truth. I walk in my deliverance. I walk in the joy that is now my existence. You get what I'm saying? And so my family sees that, and then they come to me, and they call me, and they ask me. They ask me to pray. They ask me to, to for advice, et cetera, et cetera. You get where I'm coming yeah. from? So the best thing that we can do is, you know, people say the best way you can, be, you can uh, get back at your enemies is to succeed. You ain't never lie. <laughs> you ain't never lie. Thank you so much, Coach West, for being here today. I really appreciate you. Guys, continue to continue to be with me now. I got to take a commercial, but honey, this has been phenomenal. You watching the Gifts of Joy, Joy, um, Joy show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. We'll be right back. Thank you, Joy. Oh, my God. Tell you what, I am at Coach Wesley on everything. C O A C H W E S L E E. That's CoachWesley.com. At Coach Wesley on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that stuff. Every handle uh, is at Coach Wesley. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I really my appreciate pleasure. you. I, I enjoyed it. Oh my gosh. Hey guys, thank you first of all for watching. Um, you know, you know how I feel about y'all. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. This has been an awesome show. And my prayer and hope for you is that you have been delivered in some way, form, or fashion, or that you are working towards deliverance. Everybody has something that they're dealing with, guys. Everybody here on this earth. How we deal with it is going to be the key. Don't let it deal with you. You deal with it. Get you some therapy. Talk to somebody that you trust that's not going to tell your business and use your business against you. But talk to someone that you trust. 
You've got to get some help in order to be delivered from things. In order to get the help, you got to first recognize that there is an issue, that there's something that you need to be able to deal with, some root you need to get to so that you can move forward. I am a witness. Coach West is a witness. God will take what the enemy intended for bad and turn for your good. But you got to be willing to get delivered first. So guys, it has been my pleasure and my honor to be here with you today. I hope that you were blessed in a mighty, mighty way. You've got to, you've got to continue to stay tuned to season four of Gifts of Joy Talk Show. We talking about things that we, we need to be discussing. So you got to stay tuned. It's been my pleasure and my honor to be here with you today. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a wonderful day. You're watching the Gifts of Joy show. I'm your host, Joy Douglas. I'm bringing you gifts of joy. Da, 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 da. Gifts of joy. Da, 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 da. Gifts of joy. Gifts of joy.